Hey guys, Roman here. Just wanted to dive into scripture with you guys really quick. So in the book of Daniel, chapter 1, verse 8, it says this, But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now God had brought Daniel into favor and goodwill of the chief of the eunuchs. And the chief of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my lord the king who has appointed your food and drink. For why should he see your faces looking worse than the young men who are your age? Then you would endanger my head before the king. So Daniel said to the steward, whom the chief of the eunuchs had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Please test your servants for ten days and let them give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance be examined before you and the appearance of the young men who eat the portion of the king's delicacies. And as you see fit, so deal with your servants. So he consented with them in this matter and tested them for ten days. And at the end of the ten days, their features appeared better and fatter in flesh than the young men who ate the portion of the king's delicacies. Thus the steward took away the uh, their portion of delicacies and the wine that they were to drink, and gave them vegetables and water. As for these four young men, God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Now at the end of the ten days, when the king had said that they should be brought in the chief uh, that they should be brought in, the chief of the eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. Then the king interviewed them, and among them, among them all, none was found like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore they served before the king, and in all matters of wisdom and understanding, about which the king examined them. He found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers who were in all of his realm. Thus, Daniel continued until the first year of King Cyrus. Let's pause right there. So right here, we've got a lot of stuff going on in the book of Daniel. And uh, I just wanted to highlight just a few things and give you guys some encouragement about how we ought to live our life. So right here in verse 8, it's talking about how Daniel purposed his heart. Or another way to say it is he was determined not to... Uh, defile himself guys we need that today the world is full of things that will defile us and we willingly allow it we willingly live in the world in the corruption guys we need to be determined we need to have a purposed heart to say no I will not defile myself with the things of this world but I will set myself apart to pursue after perfection see we can never reach perfection because we are imperfect because of the fall of man we are imperfect and we will never be perfect because there is no possible way for us to be able to reach the perfection of god but we are to purpose our hearts and say no god is holy and the definition of holy is to be set apart and so we ought to pursue holiness so we ought to set ourselves apart from this world purpose purposing our heart determining ourselves 
that we will not willingly defile ourselves with the things of this world, but we will be set apart, partaking of that which God has called us to partake of. So whenever it comes to the things of this world, rather than willingly giving yourself away, contemplate it. Is this something that God has called me to give myself away to? Is this something that God is calling me to pursue after every single day? And then also we see here in the book of Daniel, we see the obedience brought blessings. So Daniel and his friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, they all were determined or they purposed their hearts to be obedient before the situation even took place. Before they were told, okay, you have to eat of this food, they already had decided they were going to be obedient to what God had called them to do, which was to not partake of this food and wine. And why was it uh, to be that they couldn't eat of this food or drink of this wine? Is because the way that uh, the way that the king had his food prepared, it was from the sacrifices of false gods. And so, if they were to partake of that, that would defile them from being set apart and being uh, able to partake of that food because it was placed before false idols. So they couldn't partake of it. So they had already decided that they were not going to partake of this. But then we see how them being obedient brought the blessings of God. And so right here in verse 15, it says, And at the end of the ten days their features appeared better and fatter in flesh than all the young men who ate the portion of the king's delicacies. So Daniel and his friends, they already looked in appearance better than these other men who were partaking of the king's food. But then, not only were they in appearance, uh, right here it says, at, in verse 17, it says, As for these four young men, God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. So God gave them gifts. He gave them understanding. He gave them wisdom and knowledge. And uh, he was able to bless them in their obedience to pursue after him, to abide in that light, to not willingly defile themselves, but to pursue after God. And then right here in verse 20, it says, And in all matters of wisdom and understanding about the king, uh, about, uh, about which the king examined them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers who were in his realm. Thus Daniel continued until the first year of King Cyrus. So not only did uh, God protect them, because right back there in verses 10 and 11 in, in that area, the Enoch was saying, I don't know if I can even allow you guys to partake of vegetables and water because the king has said that we ought to eat of his food. But God protected them, made it possible that no one would be harmed, but then also not only protecting them, he gave them blessings, gave them understanding, gave them knowledge, gave them wisdom, allowed them to look healthier, be healthier, and then also placed them in leadership roles and gave the king the ability to see how God had blessed them with wisdom and understanding and placing them in higher roles of authority. And so with this, I want to encourage you guys that even today, 
we ought to determine our hearts. We ought to purpose our hearts in a way that we are saying, we will not willingly defile ourselves with the things of this world, but we will pursue to be set apart just as God is set apart, because God is holy. And, and the Bible specifically says that we are to pursue holiness. Now, we can never reach perfection, but we are to pursue after God's perfection. So, I want to encourage you again to be set apart, to not willingly defile yourselves, and to be whole, wholeheartedly obedient to the Lord. And that's what I got from my quiet time this morning in the book of Daniel, uh, chapter 1. Also, while I've got you guys here, I, I just wanted to share just a little bit of how like I do my quiet time. So, whenever I do my quiet time, I love to uh, first start out. Uh, also, I do my quiet time in the morning. Uh, so, the reason why I do my quiet time in the morning is because... Think of it like this. Think, think of it like this analogy. Um, whenever you're about to go into war, what do you do? You put on armor. And why would you put on armor after you get back from war? No, you put on armor before you go into war. And seriously, every single day is a war. Every single day is a battle. So we are supposed to put on the armor of God before we go into battle. And that is why I do my quiet time in the morning so I can prepare myself for the war that I am about to face. Now anyway, whenever I do my quiet time, I, I love to do it like this where I sit down and I just talk to God. I, I bring concerns, I, I bring questions, I bring uh, gratitude, um, thankful, songs I, I just I talk to I talk to God I, I thank him I pray and and then after I have talked to God and said either questions comments or concerns or or gratitude or anything like this I uh, then read from scripture and normally I read either a chapter or just a few verses or something like this I don't, I don't like to overwhelm myself trying to set a set time limit of, I have to read five chapters today. No, I, I like to be able to just be open to reading however much I am able to comprehend that day. Because um, with me being dyslexic, I have a hard time comprehending a lot of stuff. So I tend to read a lot slower and I tend to comprehend things on a lot lesser way than most people can. So I normally read like a chapter a day and, uh, or sometimes just a few verses a day and, uh, and then I journal. And so whenever I do my prayer, like I was saying, I do a prayer before I read, I journal my prayer. I write down what I am thankful for or what's going on in my life and I, and I just write down my prayers. And then I uh, highlight and I annotate in my scripture on things that God is uh, giving me understanding on. And then I take my highlighting and annotation and I write that down in my journal. And I take notes or highlights or something like that. I write that down and then I close my quiet time in another time of prayer. 
or in a time of silence. And um, that's pretty much what I do for my quiet time. So, yeah, um, that's kind of this episode. Uh, just an encouraging word from the book of Daniel and what it looks like for me to be able to do my quiet time. And I hope you guys uh, took this episode and uh, were encouraged or were given some advice on how to do a quiet time for yourself and why you should do a quiet time in the morning. And I hope you guys enjoyed. Okay, thanks so much. Um, I'll talk to you guys later. Okay, bye.